Hello, hello, hello. How are you? I hope you like my theme song, The Express by BT Express. We're trying to keep things up-tempo and keep it moving at all times. So we're going to be up-tempo here on this first podcast from Berean Baptist Bible Internet Church. Is yours truly the founder, the pastor, Dr. Charles Easter. Today we're going to talk about Genesis. I believe you got to know where you came from to know where you're going. See, the creation account has been mostly looked at literally or figuratively, but it leans more towards analogically for me. Now, we invite people to our churches and have them to come by sitting in and they lost. They don't know where things got started or how they got started. And a lot of our people can't tell them what went on. That started Genesis 1 and 1. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. Genesis 1 and 2. And the earth was without form and void and darkness upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. The condition at the beginning of this is in a chaotic state. Something is wrong. But I don't know what it is. Only God knows. Genesis 1 and 3. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. Starts to tell the story. God rectifies the conditions in reverse. Like in Jeremiah 4 and 23. So I beheld the earth. And lo, it was without form and void in the heavens, and they had no light. Well, that's a big striking condition, isn't it? The creation account is neither literally or figuratively, as I said. For example, the creation narrative discussed the creation of light, Genesis 1 and 5. Before the creation of the heavenly bodies, so the creation account is not strictly literal. Now let's look at let look at time. Day is not infinite and expandable. Genesis twenty two and four. Then on the third day Abraham lifted up his eyes and saw the place afar off. Ex- Exodus twenty eight through eleven. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Six days shall thy labor and do all thy work. But the seventh day is a Sabbath of the Lord thy God, and it thou shalt not do any work, thy, nor thy sons, nor thy daughters, nor thy manservant, nor thy maidservant, nor thy cattle, nor the stranger that's within thy gates. We got to understand God set forth a lot of things. The use of Ordinary numbers in the creation account suggest a 24-hour period because the construction said first day, second day, third day, etc. Always refers to a 24-hour day in the other parts of Genesis and the rest of the Old Testament. Now that might be some confusion because the psalmist in Psalm 94 says, In God's sight, A thousand years are but a day that passes or a watch of the night. 2 Peter 3 and 89 said, But do not forget 
this one thing, dear friend. With the Lord, a day is like a thousand years, and a thousand years like a day. I don't know about you, but when I was first getting into the Bible, that kind of confused me. It's one hand to say a thousand years is but a day in God's sight. But the first thing to note in those scriptures that the context has nothing to do with creation. Also, it's not defining a day because it doesn't say a day is a thousand years. It's a light. Also note, God uses his absolute sovereignty for his creatures. Cre creatures. He rules by serving. When God names a thing, he demonstrates his sovereignty over it. For example, God named darkness because he is sovereign over darkness. God's blessing is the fullness of life. When we bless God, we acknowledge God as the one who gives fullness of life. Psalms 3 and 2. Many think there may be a way which talks to our soul. There he says of my soul, this is no help for him and God, but thou, O Lord, art a shield for me, my glory, and the lifter of mine head. Genesis 1 and 1, go back to that. The first question is, how does this fit with evolution? What would Moses say about evolution? Is the, first, is the first act of God in creation a big gap between Genesis 1 and 1 and 1 and 2? There's a theory known as the gap theory. And in that time, the fall of Satan, we don't know. We don't know. Only God knows. But we need to know there was a summary in 1 and 1 and a condition in 1 and 2. And in Genesis 1 and 3, start to tell the story. God is the subject. God does something unique, not always out of nothing. In Genesis 1, with his mouth, God said, let there be light. In Genesis 2, out of dirt, he created man. But we know something is terribly wrong with the earth in the beginning. What it is, we don't know. Analogical language uses narrative to explain things. How can you have day and night when there is no sun? There was no sun in Genesis 1 and 5. The sun came later. But God separated light from darkness. What is the image of, of the context? Adam in Hebrew means humanity. Adam is male and female. Verse 1, Genesis 1 and 27, created him male and female because God is plurality, plurality and unity. We need to understand some of those things. Genesis 2 and 24, the two shall become one flesh, no one person. The whole race is the race. They are the image 
characteristic is plural. Two shall become one. They are the image of humanity. Well, we got to ask, why doesn't plurality talk more about in the Old Testament? God is masculine. We don't look at God as having female characteristics, but as a plurality, he created he in our image, he said he created him, male and female, but it was in the image of God. Genesis 1 3. God saw, saw he had made was good, beginning with a chaotic creation is a salvation concept. He saw that it was good. We rest on the Sabbath day because salvation is complete. The seventh day salvation is complete. Not working on Sunday has nothing to do with the Sabbath day. Why does God establish the garden? It is the beginning of man ruling earth. He places man in the garden to cultivate and keep it. Man was to extend the garden over the earth where everything was supposed to be beautiful and in peace and in harmony. The garden is a geographical temple just like Mount Sinai is one and just like the New Jerusalem is another. God creates man perfect, but he doesn't know everything. He had known righteousness. Man is created for beauty. That was gold in the garden. They talk about the gold being in the in the in the three rivers, and and this challenged man to be to grow aesthetically, to make things beautiful. The work of Adam and Eve is worship. Man was created to name the animals, and he became sovereign over the animals and lord over the animals. Beginning of ordering his thoughts about the world, showing his lit intellect. And man realized he was alone. We see Genesis, the first few chapters in Genesis, things are not cut and dry. God created the heavens and the earth, but there was a formless spirit where the spirit hovered over the spirit and it was darkness in the deep of the water, but God brought a systematic life to what was once chaotic. He played, he created a man and woman to rule over earth, the planet we own. But that's another story for another time. I hope you enjoyed our first podcast today. We ask that you go check our website out. Berean Baptist Bible Internet Church at bbbic.net.
You'll find a wealth of knowledge on that site. We invite you to visit. Thank you.